Good morning, everyone. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Hope you all had a blessed night. I certainly did. Um, it's Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's Tuesday morning. Uh, well, I'm not recording this on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm recording this on Monday evening for Tuesday, but good morning. I hope you all having a blessed day. Anyway, let's get started with devotional. Um, I think I'm going to start adding maybe some Bible trivia to maybe ask y'all for today, and then I give you the answer tomorrow. You know, just to add some more charisma to the podcast. Um, it won't be too hard. It, we start off a little easy and then we go into hard. How about that? Okay, but anyway, let's start off with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for everything. We thank you for your love, your 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 strength. We thank you for giving us everything we need to have for life. Father God, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you for forgiving us of our sins. Father God, as we partake in your word, we ask you right now to give us an understanding. Show us what we need to be shown. If we're reading it, help us to see it. If we're hearing it, help us to hear it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, so, okay. Verse of the day, John 13 and 9. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Topic, partial isn't getting me there. Affirmations. I'm going to say it. I'm going to pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it behind me if you like. I want to be fully washed by God. I surrender to God. I am filled with so much joy. God loves me. The world is okay with partial. As long as they have partial, they're okay. Being half saved, half reading the verses, never really having all of God, but pieces will we... Will they they will be okay with not having all of God and just dabbing and knowing half truths? The verses today clearly he wanted Jesus to wash all of him, but it's sad to say that we as Christians and some Christians are okay with being half washed. We're okay with just having our feet washed, but not our heart. When we try, entirely give our hearts to God to wash, I for one can't say. Can't see my life being partially given to God because all honesty, I know if I give half of myself to doing something, it's because I don't care. It's because I don't want to do it. But I give all of me to God for him to always refresh, always renew, always fully surrendering to him. So how many of us are ready to be thoroughly washed in the blood of Jesus? Life is tough. I was told that by my sister. and I don't think life is tough. I think the problem is, is that when we don't obey God's word and we don't submit ourselves, that's when life is tough. We need to have a revival in the world or have more people that are willing to commit time to God and they are willing to pray. They're willing to read their word, willing to be steadfast, willing to be on fire for God. But some people are waiting just to be seen by others. But when we have the other half, they are doing it to be heard by God. They desire to be washed by him thoroughly. Psalms 51 2, wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and, and cleanse me from my sins. It's people now that would take a shower and maybe miss their feet or maybe wash their miss washing their ears or wherever the case may be, because these are spots of errors they miss. Some would say, oh, that's okay. I, I clean it next time. Some would say, if you miss an area, that means you're not fully clean. And it's all about perspective to me. Still, David is asking for God to thoroughly wash him. He doesn't want to be half washed from his sins, but he desires to be thoroughly washed. He wants his heart to be to display what he felt. He wants to be precisely what God wanted. David was on fire for God. He chased after God because he wanted the heart of God. 
How many of us today are ready to be cleansed? Not just our feet, but all of us. Folks, we can't be cleansed if we are too busy dabbling in the world. We can't be thoroughly cleansed if we refuse to let go. In order to be cleansed from our iniquities, we must be willing to let go to see what's on the other side. A lot of pastors and teachers today would compromise the truth of God to get views, likes, accolades from the world. But I'm here to tell you, when you start compromising the word of God for the applause of the world, you will slowly become a person that's half washed. Hebrews 10, 22, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean, clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. To be cleansed, we must draw near to God so that we may wash our bodies. Without being washed, we won't go to heaven. Heaven isn't accepting anything less than clean. I won't lie to you folks, but we all must be full, born, and changed and no longer walking in darkness to be accepted. God is waiting to cleanse us of everything, not just the sinner, but the Christian too, because we all have flaws. We have hangups or things that, that we consider natural, but we must be honest with ourselves with God. Jeremiah 4, 14, Jeremiah, wash your heart from evil that you may be saved. How long shall your wicked thoughts launch within you? Jeremiah tells us here, wash the evil out your heart. He said, how long will you walk around with the thoughts of hatred, bitterness, deceit, and anger? How long will you allow the enemy to stay within you? As long as you give space to the enemy, he will stay. We must learn to let go and hold on to something real, which is God. Today, if you're not ready to be cleansed and you're not ready to be free and you are not walking, ready to walk in God, don't change because Lou said to do it because you won't do it. Do it because you're tired of your feet being washed and you want your heart changed too. He would do that when you're ready. He won't ever make you do it. He will always wait for you to do it. Prayer. Heavenly Father, cleanse us thoroughly. Wash us through and through. Father, we need you so desperately in our lives. Please help us see the error of our ways and help us to be better, stronger, and wiser. Lord, if there's anything keeping us from being completely cleansed, tell us. If we are still holding on to sin, help us to break free. Lord, we give you everything. We fully submit to you. We entirely give you all of ourselves. Lord, we thank you for your enduring love, grace, and mercy. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reference, Jeremiah 4.14, oh, Jeremiah, wash your heart from evil that you may be saved. How long shall your wicked thoughts launch within you? Hebrews 10 and 22, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled, cleansed, clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Psalms 51 and 7, purge me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me, I should be whiter than snow. Further reading. Joshua 19, 1 through 20 and 9, Luke 19, 28 and 48, Psalms 88, 1 through 18, Proverbs 13, 9 through 10. Partially clean. So, partially clean won't get us there. Being half in, half out. I understand the context what was Peter saying to, to God that he, you know, to Jesus that he, let's look at that. Let's actually go to that verse instead of me trying to paraphrase. Let's go to John 13. If you got your Bible, go to John 13. And this is one of my favorite parts of the Bible. I have a lot of favorite parts, but honestly, this is one of my favorite um, to read because I felt like, um, 
sorry, I can't get this thing to go through. Hmm. Let me pull up another tab. Sorry, might need to have to get my paper back out. Let me just get my paper, my, my Bible out. I call it the paperback because my Bible isn't allowing me to pull it up. And I think that's just the enemy trying to keep me from explaining this. Um, but I love this part of the Bible um, simply because when um, Peter went, when Peter asked God to wash his feet, to me, Peter was being real. He was like, okay, wait, you know, no, I don't want you to just wash my feet. I want you to wash all of me. And he wasn't understanding what, why Jesus was just washing half of him. But it was just so real and raw how emotional and how attached he was to Jesus. And it made me wonder when the Holy Spirit brought this to my attention. He, he, made, he had me reading it. I read it over and over and over because I wasn't getting it. He made me see that how many of us want Jesus to wash us, all of us. Some of us are okay with just getting our, our feet washed. Some of us are okay with just having half of this and half of that and a little bit of anointing, a little bit of the, you know, of this and that. Some of us are okay with just a little bit, but Peter was so hungry. And that's what we need to be. We need to be like Peter. And, and, and not saying we should be like, everybody should be like Peter. We all are different. But the enthusiasm, the zeal, the fire, the hunger. I want to be like Peter. I want God to wash all of me. I want him to cleanse me so much that when people see me, they're like, oh, Lou is so different. Her personality is so different. The way she come at me is different. The way she handles things is different. Because you know why? Because she wants a closer walk with Jesus. She wants to know what Abraham felt when he went up to the mountain and he came back with his face glowing and everyone's like, Look at her. Look how, how bright she is. I, I want that. I desire that. Don't you? Don't you want that? And it makes me excited to hear this. Let's go to, um. let's start here. Let's start here. Uh, John 13, 6. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Verse 8, no, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. You see how he, he immediately recognized Jesus being royalty, Jesus being king of kings, Jesus, Jesus being the Messiah. He didn't even want him to touch him. This is the same guy. When Jesus came and picked him as a disciple, he's like, Lord, don't look at me. I'm full of sin. I love Peter. I love Peter because he's so humble. He realized that he's full of sin. It's some of us that are pastors and ministers and prophets. We won't even say, yes, I sinned. Yes, I did that. And now I'm different. But we lie. We, we run around and we say, no, I didn't do that. No, that wasn't me. Yes, that was me. I was the drunk. I was the drunk that woke up with the bottle. I was the drunk that went to sleep with the bottle. I was the drunk that went to took a shower with the bottle. I was that. That was me. But I am changed now. I'm alive in Christ. I'm free. Do y'all see that? I love Peter. I love him. He goes on to say, no, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash, your, wash you, you have no part with me. And then verse 9, then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. You see that? He said, if I don't wash you, you have no parts of me. Without the full cleansing of Jesus. 
He cannot have no parts of us. We must be dipped, marinated in the blood and the washing of Jesus. It's no dabbing in that. If you can see, it's no dabbing in that. So then verse 9 no, verse 10, Jesus said, Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet and their whole body is clean. As you are clean, though not every one of you, for he knew he was going to betray him. And that was why he said not everyone was clean. See, Jesus know who we are. We, we could pretend with everyone else. We could pretend we're our parents, that we go to church every Sunday. We sing in a choir. We're a choir director. We can lie, 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 lie to people. But Jesus sees us. And that's the thing I love about Jesus. He sees what we need. He sees what we need to change. But it's up to us to say, hey, Jesus, I, I need a new view on life. I, I need a new cleansing. I need a new refresh anointing. I need more of you. And it's all about us making the first step and then he will engage. Because like I always say, he's a gentleman. Let's, let's go on with 12. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you should you also should wash one another's feet. It tells us there that we as Christians need to be equipped and need to be walking in the light where we can wash other people's feet, where we can take care of someone else. We can make sure they're walking in the right way and they're doing what they need to do and that they're going to church and doing this and other. But we have to be doing it, too. We can't just be people that's just sitting in church every Sunday. I, I used to go to church to this, uh, I'm not going to call the location. And uh, it was this one lady. I never understood it. I was a young, young kid when I went to church, you know. And, and so this one lady would be like, I don't know about y'all. Y'all need to stand up. Y'all just sitting there. And I'd be thinking to myself, it's my right if I want to sit there. You know, as a young kid, I'm like, I can sit there. My mom did tell me to stand up. I can sit there. And she's like, I don't understand why everyone is sitting down. Y'all should be giving God glory. You should be giving God honor. She said, some of y'all just sitting there. And as I got older. And I got saved and I built a personal relationship with Jesus myself, not one that my mom introduced, not one that I was made to have because I went to church. But one that I truly built with him, I realized why she said, why you're not standing. Because every day in life, we have an opportunity to be different. We have a, a every day of grace and mercy given us. Every day we have the opportunity to serve and worship our Lord. And every day that we don't do that is an opportunity miss. So today, if you're sitting around and you're partially cleaned, you're partially reading the verses, you're taking half the scripture and applying it, you're doing everything just half, think to yourself, if God did what we did and gave him, he gave us half of what we deserve. Some of us wouldn't have anything. 
my goal with these podcasts is to help people build a relationship. So one of the keys for this podcast is being fully washed with Jesus to build a relationship with him. And I'm not saying that if you're a sinner, you're listening to this. I hate saying sinner. I hate calling people sinners because it feels like I'm being a little judgy. But let's just say, I'm just going to use that for now. Let's just say you're a sinner. And you're just coming to God and you're like, I don't know if I want to do this or not. You're having a simple conversation and you're building a relationship with them. You're talking to him. Because you have some Christians that won't even talk to him. I talked to him. I think I actually talked to him so much. I think he actually takes his ear and lays it to the side like, oh, she's talking again. Please stop. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm really joking. But I talked to him so much. I do. When, I, when I'm upset, I'm like, Jesus, I'm telling you, God, I'm telling you, Holy Spirit, please come in and help me. Because these people, these folks, you know, because if you don't talk to him and you don't tell him what's bothering you and you don't tell him what you want to change, he didn't know it, but he wants to talk. Like, I never could understand why people go to the movies on their first date. They're like, okay, that's our first date. We went to the movies. How are we talking? How am I getting to know you at the movies, right? Just like Jesus. When we pick up our phone, we're on our phone, and we're trying to pray and be on our phone, we're not giving him our undivided attention. It's just like the movies. We gotta figure out what place in our life can we just put everything down. Not go to the movies. So I think that's a lame first date, but that's just my opinion. We're not gonna talk about that. But put down the phone. Put down. Turn off the TV. Turn all notifications off because you can put that phone down and the notification will go 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 go. I'm telling you, I put my phone down one night and I'm like, okay, God, we finna. We I'm about to pray. Ding, ding. I'm like, okay, let me see. This is my twin. Okay, nothing. Let me turn it out. She's okay. Good. Ding, ding. Notification still going. So turn your phone on silent. It's, it's a, if you have iPhone, click the button on the side. If you have Android, I don't know what you do with Android, but turn it off. Wherever you do, turn your phone off or turn it on silent. And what I normally do is get a suggestion, send everyone a text. I send everybody a text all the time. I'm in, I'm in my prayer closet or I'm that means, or I'm doing podcasts. I mean, don't text me. That means don't call me. Don't. That means unless it's an emergency, please do not knock. Please do not call. Nothing. And people that are genuinely, that love you and respect you and understand what you're doing would not do that, would not engage with you. So you turn everything off. You have that intimate moment. You turn on some worship music, worship him 10, 15 minutes, however you want to do it. Your own relationship, build it the way you want. But then you take that intimate moment and you tell him, I'm sorry for giving you half of me while I give the world all of me. I'm sorry for not doing what I said I'm going to do. I'm sorry for compromising our relationship by saying, I want to do right, but this is hard. You show me a way. Now, when you do this, sit and wait. Don't look at your phone. Just sit. Close your eyes if you have to. And wait. And you'll hear him tell you. Or when you get through everything, you hear him, you somehow get the suggestion to read a verse or a certain particular Bible verse or Bible book or whatever. And when you read it, you're like, oh, he told me what to do. That's how you build a relationship. 
That's how you come from partially clean to fully clean because you're fully giving yourself to God where you can fully clean you. You see what I'm saying? I hope y'all understood this. Um, I like when I take time to explain things to y'all because it helps make it helps for me to make people understand the a way to get to know Christ, a way to get to know God, a way to build intimacy with the Holy Spirit. And um I like doing that. And that's something I get a joy out of. But I pray you all understood what I'm, I was trying to convey or what the Holy Spirit was trying to have me convey to you. Not me, but the Holy Spirit was trying to convey to you all. I pray you all have a blessed day. And remember, Jesus loves you. And real quick, real, real quick. Memory verse today. Memory verse of the week. Ephesians 4 and 5. Let's say it together. One Lord. One faith, one baptism. Ephesians 4 and 5. Okay? I don't got the Bible trivia today, but I will have it tomorrow. But I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you, and I love you too. And remember that don't want to be partially clean. We want to be fully clean by God. Okay, you all have a blessed day. Thank you.